Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Faction Podcast. My name is Joel Lapenta, and we are here with my friend Ermali. I am here with my friend Ermali. Yes, you are here with your friend Ermali, Joe. I'm glad we're still friends. Yeah, today we're going to do the NFC, and thank you for listening, guys. So hopefully we can give you some more advice for this upcoming week. Please listen to us, because the last couple of weeks we've been doing pretty well. We're friends for now. We'll see you after all that disagreement in the AFC episode. You know, after this week, only one of us will be doing pretty well. We had some pretty different takes. Definitely check out the AFC start sits. Today we're going to be doing the NFC start sits. And we are going to kick things off with the Cowboys-Lions game. How about them Cowboys? about them Cowboys. Yeah, how about them Cowboys, though? <laughs> I actually have a lot of starts on the Cowboys side of the ball. All right, tell him to me. Let's hear it. All right, well, we're gonna I'm, go. Dak Prescott. I'm gonna start with Dak Prescott. He's an obvious start. Zeke, obvious start. This is like the worst run defense. So if this is a blowout, even Pollard is probably gonna get some run. Don't start <laughs> Pollard though. Cooper is a start. Witten is a start for me. Gallup is the only person I was kind of iffy on, but I decided to make him as a sit in this game. So. Ooh. I'm going to start Gallup as well. You're going to start Gallup, yeah. I was yeah. I was just worried this game might get out of hand, especially because Stafford I don't think is going to play again. So I think they might jump out to a, a good lead in this game in the first half because they definitely need to win. So I think they're going to come out aggressive in this game and try to get a bigger league lead and dominate the Lions early on. They probably will, but I still think they're going to you know throw the ball a few times. I'm going to probably start Gallup. Is a flex, a wide flex. receiver too if yeah. I have to, but hey, definitely a flex. He's difficult just seeing because Witten had such a good game for them last week. I don't know, and he is a red zone target, Jason Witten. He is he is a red zone target, and I think they're just going to put up a lot of points on this team. So that's the only reason I just obviously Gallup is talented and he's had a pretty good season so far, and you know they are targeting Witten more. He's averaging about six targets like the last you know five games or so. He had a quiet game last week, but I think he still saw five targets against a really good Vikings defense. Just being such a bad defense the Lions got, I mean, they're giving up almost 300 yards per game. Even if he doesn't get a touchdown, I think Gallup's going to get some yardage. So we'll see what happens with that one. All right, well, that's our On first the Lions disagreement of, the of this podcast then. Great. There'll be many more to come. Every like episode title could be called like Disagreement whatever disagreement and agreement (laughs) it happens but that's good it's good disagree and it's good getting varying opinions rather than listening to you know a couple of people say the same thing over and over go into the lion side of the ball what do we got here i am not starting whoever's quarterback i am not starting whoever's running the ball i will start kenny galladay what do you think about galladay Galladay is the only person that yeah, he's the only person. He has three 100-yard games the last five games he's played, and then he has four touchdowns the last three games. So he's obviously their only weapon. They know it. Everybody else knows it. That's the only person I'd really focus on on this team. If Stafford isn't playing, I'd think about starting the Cowboys' defense as well. 
Yeah, the Cowboys defense has done very well. The other receivers, Marvin Jones and Amendola, I don't think they're going to make any big plays. I think all the production is really going to go to Galladay because he is the best in the field, and this is a tough secondary of the Cowboys. Are we good? We feel comfortable with yeah, that Yeah, we're good in this one. We can jump up to the next team. Who do we got next, Joe? All right. The next teams, the next game is the Minnesota Vikings versus the Denver Broncos. You got any fancy horse introduction for this? No, no horses other than I'm a big cowboy fan, and cowboys usually run horses. And in my living room, I do have two pictures, uh, drawings, I should say, of cowboys on horses. Yeah. Yep. That's disturbing. It is now not we know disturbing. what the inside of our house I, I looks like. I also like Western, so like a cowboy and Bronco matchup would be my idea likes Super Bowl matchup. Anyway. Cowboy Bronco. Let's start with uh, Broncos, I guess. This one is, I mean, I'm sitting both the running backs in this game, Freeman and Lindsay. I know they're both coming off a of bye week, so they should be a little bit fresher, but I'm sitting both of them. I'm sitting the quarterback. Sudden is... My only like sure start, and I think they're going to start including Fanmore. He's been one of your favorites this season. Like you liked him a lot coming out, especially coming out of the draft. And I think he saw 115 yards last week or the last game that they played. And yeah, Sutton and Fan in that passing game, just because I think they're going to have to throw the ball, is really all I got to say about this team. Ever since Emmanuel Sanders left, Fan has begun in that production, and the guy's just a very talented. Uh, athlete he had some problems earlier in the year with drops but it seems like he's starting to get a hold on that and he does have that big play threat and touchdown potential Cortland Sutton I don't know I think I'm going to start him because I do trust him to be their number one target um, the Vikings are probably going to score some points yeah and the Vikings do like well give up like points through there just because their rushing defense is better so like they are like sixth worst when it comes to the passing yardage i don't know if the broncos are the team to exploit that but sudden and Fant i think will have decent games just because somebody has to get the volume there nothing nothing because they're going to exploit the vikings defense or anything like that yeah i don't think that the quarterback is very good and as you mentioned i don't think they're going to really exploit it there's just going to be volume and I think it's going to go Sutton's way, so I'll start him. I am going to start Philip Lindsay. He's just outperformed uh, Royce Freeman as of late, and although they were having a pretty even split throughout the season, I think Lindsay could really start to outperform Royce Freeman. He has uh, the two weeks before the bye, and if he could uh, keep getting that receiving production going, especially on an offense that needs some charge in the passing game, then I think he definitely has upside. So I'm starting Philip Lindsay this week against the Vikings. Yeah, he's a sit for me. But moving on to the Vikings side of the ball, obviously Cook is a start. Wide receivers I was pretty iffy on. I know Thielen is going to be out, but Diggs, who I've been really big on, I, I just have a bad feeling about him facing this like vaunted like Broncos pass defense, Harris. which they are a good defense. Like yep. Broncos are still a very good defense. They have... I've had the same type of issues as the Bears have had most of the season. Good, you know, Super Bowl-ready defense, meh type of offense. Yeah, I'm going to sit Stephon Diggs uh, because Harris does shut down the wide receiver. He shadows, and it will be Stephon Diggs. So, Yeah, I only really have two starts in this game. It's Cook, the obvious one, and then I'm starting Rudolph this game. 
He's had four touchdowns the last four games. If any of those wide receivers are going to jump to a touchdown, I just have a feeling it's going to be him again because just, especially with Thielen not playing, Diggs can easily get double team in the end zone. And I just think he's going to get more targets there. Yeah, I agree. Kyle Rudolph has done very well. He's kind of a surprise. But a couple of years ago, he did very well. And last year was just kind of a dud. But now that Thielen's gone, I think you see that they have relied on Rudolph. So I would fire him up too. Kirk Cousins, I'd probably sit this week. I am sitting him in one league. I'm starting Josh Allen over him, but that's obvious with the Dolphins matchup and all. But I am going to sir I am going to sit Kirk Cousins this week and probably play the waiver wire or hope that I just have a second quarterback on the roster that I could slide in there. Yeah, then I'm definitely starting the Vikings defense in this one just because I don't expect much from the Broncos. And then if we're moving on to our next game after that, I think this is actually going to be a pretty good matchup and hopefully a shootout. And then we have Saints at Buccaneers. I know the Saints were kind of shocked this last week, and hopefully they're not still in like shell shock yeah. after what the Falcons did to them, beating them up twenty six to nine, I believe. Uh, I I'm not I I think that was just one of those random things that happens, you know, just one of those surprise games that probably happens five times throughout the whole season. Uh, where you have a big upset like that. This was probably biggest upset to me so far in the season. I'm not worried about it. I'm still confidently going to start Breeze and all the big boys on the Saints. Like, are you sending anybody on the Saints? Except maybe Murray. I think he's the only one that's up for discussion in my book. Yeah, I'm sending Murray. Kamara's a start. I'm going to send Murray because he's more of the rushing down back, where if he's going to be on the field, he's going to be running the ball. The Buccaneers do have a good uh, rushing defense, and I think if anyone's going to exploit the defense, it's going to be Kamara, because when he's on the field, you don't really know if he's going to rush it or if he's going to go out on a passing route. So I am rolling out Kamara, obviously. Sid and Murray. Breeze, you can start him. It's going to be a shootout. Like you said, they got to score points. Uh, Michael Thomas, obviously. He might be a weak winner this week. Like He can win you a week. I, f- I feel like he's going to have like a 35-point game. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it can happen, and especially he's going to come out with something improved after last week. Is there any other wide receiver you're going to uh, start? Cook. I'm starting Cook. Yeah. He's seen a lot say, of targets Cook. lately, and I feel like Drew Brees is a much better compliment to him than... Um, Traquan Smith? No, not Traquan oh. Smith. What was the previous oh, quarterback's name? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. I'm sorry. I don't know why I, I want to say Teddy Highwater. I was like, receiver. it's not Highwater, it's Bridgewater. Anyway, <laughs> Highwater, Bridgewater, yeah, Lowwater. I think Cook has a really good well outlook water. the rest of the season. He can easily be like the wide receiver too on this team. And him being a tight end, like I think he's going to have a lot of value. So he's, a, he's almost a must start for me just because of the position. Yeah, I really like Cook. I was going through our league the other day, checking out the waiver wire, and I had this sorting uh, weird. I was like messing with, to sorting to see who's like the higher scorers. So I was turning um, like all players and available players. And I had all players on. And I like seen Jared Cook. I'm like, what? He's available? But he wasn't. So I was very disappointed because I thought I was going to be able to add him for a second. Yeah, I would have scooped him up at that point. <laughs> I'm definitely going to start him. Um, beyond that? Yeah, nobody really else much. on the Saints. And if we're looking at the Buck side of the ball, what about Ronald Jones? What nah, do you think about Ronald Jones? No. Don't get last week's 
uh, rushing and receiving touchdown tricky. He still didn't do anything yardage wise. He had less than 70 yards, you know, receiving and rushing. So I'm staying away from His him in this game. His rushing was really low. Yeah, I think it was like 35 yards. And I think even with all the receptions he had, it was still under 40 yards. So he got those two touchdowns, stole those two touchdowns, whatever you want to call it. I'm still staying away from him and Barber. The Saints are a very good rushing defense. They rank 30th in the league. So I'm not touching either one of those guys. Godwin and Evans is where it's at this week. Well, obviously, both Godwin's and Evans, they've done very well. They've kind of been like on and off. One's hot, one's cold, or one's hot and one's, you know, in the middle. But I think this is a week that they're going to thrive. Lattimore got injured last week. And although, you know, the Saints have been pretty good against the passing game, Lattimore is their centerpiece. And without him, they are very susceptible to the downfield attacks. So Evans and Godwin, this is going to be the week when you said, why can't they both just perform? Well, they will this week. Guarantee it. Yeah, I like that call. I'm a big supporter of both. I think they can both get you 20 points easily this week. Start Winston if you have him to. Um, I think Winston, it's like, can you I? You just start him yeah, pretty much like, every I week. Think I'm getting, <laughs> I'm really happy. Like after the first couple of weeks, I was really disappointed. I was like, oh, I'm going to drop him and, I've been doing just fine in my league where I'm rolling with Josh Allen and Winston. I picked up Josh Allen after week one, and I've been subbing one in, subbing one out, depending on matchup. I think the rest of the season, if you have Winston, I think he has a lot of good matchups coming on, especially once you get into the play, the three playoff weeks. Keep firing him up. Like This is a passing offense, and even if he throws three interceptions, he can still get you 20 points. Like, Yeah, they're averaging over 300 yards through the air a game. And he does get touchdowns. So even if he throws three interceptions, interceptions are only like minus one. So he gets like minus three. Big whoop. You had 25. Now you had 22. <laughs> yeah, not a big deal. I mean, this is a volume quarterback. I would I would start him the rest of the season. I see him as a, like a top 12 quarterback rest of the season without much doubt saying that. OJ Howard, I'm sitting. Yeah, I started him last week because of my Evan Ingram injury. Great call. Um, Last week, they were playing Arizona, which is the worst against tight ends. So I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if I'm going to take a chance on a talented wide receiver whose coach doesn't like him, this is a week to do it. Don't start him this week. The Saints are like a real defense. And if he's not going to get used very often, he's not going to get much. If I still have my injury this week, so I'm firing up Fant. Yeah, no, Fant. Definitely a good option. Next game. Yeah, next game we're going to the East Coast of the United States of America where we have the New York slash New Jersey Jets versus (laughs) the Washington team. The Washingtons. The Washingtons. Yeah, this is not a great matchup. It could be good for fantasy. It could not be. like It could just be an ugly game. Or it could just be a game where the other teams make the others' defense look pretty silly. But on the Jets' side of the ball... Bell, if he's healthy, I know he had some knee and ankle injuries like they were popping up all this week, but it looks like he's going to practice, so he's a start for me. Crowder is a start. Just those two. Just those two. Darnold, I wrote down as a start if Bell plays. Like, if he doesn't, then I don't know. Like, I don't really like Darnold. You know, Herndon went down again, so he just lost another weapon. 
and Crowder seems to be his favorite target, so that's why I'm willing to go with Crowder. You know, beyond that, I'm not going with Robbie Anderson or no. anything like that. Yeah, as as we mentioned, Robbie Anderson is like a drop at this point. So yep. forget the speed, forget the big playability. Maybe he's Demarius not, Thomas if you need him, but I'm not comfortable yeah. doing that. No, definitely not. So I think, I think we're in agreement. It's just Bell and Crowder. Yeah, and then maybe if you're really needy, try to stream either one of these defenses, whoever you like. I don't I know which I one is better than the I think I would probably go with other. the Jets defense. Yeah, they performed well against the Giants last week because they returned a touchdown. So, Well, here's why I'd go with the Jets. They're one of the league's best run defenses right now, believe it or not. So they're going to stop Adrian Peterson and Geis if he comes back. So sit both of them. And Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starting quarterback uh, for the Redskins for the rest of the year, and he just hasn't been able to hook up with McLaurin, even though they played together in college. Just doesn't make sense. So the Jets are going to be a start for me this week. On defense, yeah. And, and like you said, you have Peterson as a sit, Avim as a start. I actually have McLaurin as a start also. He said he started out the season you know, as a really confident young wide receiver when he had Keenum still playing back there. So he still had a professional quarterback. At some point, this kid's talent's got to show through. So I'm picking this week to be the week. He's just been quiet for about a month now, like just hasn't been doing much. So fire them up. Fire up Peterson. Fire up McLaurin. I think they're both going to have good games. Stay away from guys. You don't know what you're getting. The kids missed, you know, all season pretty much. Missed all of last season pretty much. Like... I'm not even adding him at this point. It's like, you know, a suspense type of, you know, like starter three weeks from now. Like, just, I'm not bothering. I'm very intrigued by your thoughts, Armali. Most people are. I'm definitely adding Geis and in Dynasty, if he's not owned, you have to add him. You have to add him. He's the future. Or a keeper league, too. Not just a Dynasty league. Yeah, future of an awful team. I mean, future of an awful team, but Peterson's not going to be around forever. So if you're in a dynasty league, go and trade for Darius Geis. You could probably get him on the cheap. Okay, well, that was a great, great talk about two elite teams right there. But, yeah, let's move on <laughs> to the quick Falcons and Panthers. Falcons that just beat probably one of the top three teams yeah. in the league, as we mentioned earlier. So what do you think, though? Are you expecting this defense to show up against the Panthers here? Like, are you worried about, no. like, Allen or Moore or Samuel or no. any of those guys? No, I mean, it was a strong division rivalry. And, you know, games matter. You know, people perform better during games that matter to them. Uh, some people say that that doesn't matter. To me, it matters. You know, it's like when somebody tells you something important is going to happen, you prepare for it. You don't just wing it. And this was a big game for them. So I'm not surprised by that performance. Well, I am surprised by that performance, but I don't think it's going to continue on. I think the Panthers are going to have a very good game. Yeah, I agree. DJ Moore, I'm firing Christian up. McCaffrey, yep. Curtis Samuel, and maybe even Gregory Olson. I'm definitely starting Greg Olson as well. He had, I think, eight receptions for almost 100 yards last week. Like, fire him up. I'm even thinking about starting Kyle Allen. I was asked earlier today, hey, should I... Um, who, sh- who should I look at to stream as a quarterback? And I was like, probably Kyle Allen and David Carr. <laughs> like, those are the yeah. two guys I would look at this week just because of the matchups. Don't forget, Atlanta is a bottom five defense. Like, regardless if it's a running game, a passing game, 
They're just a bad defense. Don't worry about what happened last week. Start those guys confidently. If you need to stream Allen, by all means, do so. Also, Cam Newton is not coming back. This is just Kyle Allen's team now. So if he really wants to prove himself and keep his starting job and don't lose it to Will Greer next year or a drafted quarterback, <laughs> or Cam Newton, his game up. Cam Newton's not coming back. They're going to trade him. Yeah, Maybe your I Bears so will get him. Too. Maybe they will, but I don't think, think they will because they have almost no money next year. They no have money. $14 million in cap, so. Yeah, no money. They need that monies, you know. A pocket full of Trubisky. Yeah, a pocket full of Trubisky and a pocket full of lost picks for sure. <laughs> but all right, let's move on to the Falcons side of the ball. I have a lot of starts on this one too. Brian Hill. Brian Hill, yeah. He was like, we talked about him earlier. Uh, when we did the recap, he's like the must, you know, the pickup player of the week this week. Like if he's not on top of your waiver wire is because you're in a really weird league where like eight people are not active in it. And um, yeah, he's a must pick up for me. I'm going to try to pick him up this week and I'm going to start him because I have on one of the leagues I have Jones from Green Bay on a buy. So I'm like, oh yeah, I need an RB too. Like I'm definitely going to try to scoop him up if I do like extremely confident just to roll him out there because he's going to see 20 touches in this game and i think he's going to perform i don't think the panthers are a very good defense i think they started the first quarter of the season out as one of the better defenses in the league this last four or five games they've been like a bottom 10 defense so i don't on both sides of the bar ball really so i just think he's going to have a really good game and if there's anybody to take a chance on take a chance on this kid for the rest of the season Definitely, I agree. For every reason you say, for every reason you said, I'm starting Brian Hill. I'm also starting Kelvin Ridley. And although he's been kind of a dud, he's been inconsistent. Hooper probably won't play. I don't think they made the final decision on yet. But with that injury, I don't think he's going to play. So Kelvin Ridley's going to see more targets. You know, on the field being him and Julio Jones, obviously you're starting Julio. That man Ryan's going to be slinging the ball around. Matty Ice. Ice, Ice, baby. Start Calvin Ridley. Yeah, start Ridley, especially if Hooper doesn't play. If he does play, he's a little iffy in my book. I'll, I'll be more careful with him at that point. All right. Moving on. Anything else? Nope. Let's move on. No, don't fire All up right. either of these defenses. The Cardinals and the Niners. Is this, am I having deja vu or didn't these guys just play two weeks ago? They just played. They, they did. just played. Oh, yeah, and that was a really close game. That's right. Yep. So twice in three weeks. Here we go again. Is this going to be another Kenyon Drake game? Yes. <laughs> just because I saw it once, and like I said, if you okay. show me once or twice, David Johnson, obviously, I'm just, he's just not going to play. Even though he's showing up as a starter, Nothing questionable right now. He's 100% healthy, ready to go. I'm staying away nope. from the man. Like, I know he was a top five pick, and I said it a week ago. Like, you're still starting him as RB1 just because you drafted him so high. Hey, you've seen it two weeks in a row, or three weeks in a row, I believe now, that Arizona Cardinals are playing games with your head. So stay away from him. Much more comfortable starting Drake in this game. Yeah, something's not right with David Johnson. And Kenyon Drake only came over to the team. He's on a one-year contract, or, well, the final year of his contract, so he needs to be resigned next year. The Cardinals, obviously, 
aren't going into the playoffs. They paid David Johnson. They got him on for however many more years. I don't know, but I know there's still time on his contract. The man just turned 29 years old. So, or he's about to be 29, somewhere in there, whatever. He's old. He's old for a running back. So I think they're going to need to lock him down, maybe slow him down, maybe even shut him down for the rest of the season and roll out Kenyon Drake because he won't even be on the team next year. Yeah, which if you have Kenyon Drake at this point, I mean, good for you. I've never been a big fan of him, but it also looks like Chase Edmonds is going to be out for a couple more weeks. So if you have Drake, roll him out. But against this Niners defense that has been so supposedly so good, We've seen him take advantage of him once before. Do you think he could repeat that? Yeah, I don't see a reason why not. Like, I think Kyler Murray's going to have a good game against his defense as well. Well, the Niners actually do worse against the run than the pass. So it's like this defense is known to be a very good defense. So it may be shocking to hear that they gave that they give up, on average, 107 yards per game on the ground. So start up. Kenyon Drake again. Yeah, I think them taking a loss is this last game, uh, the Niners. I feel like a lot of people are going to feel that or they're going to come back with a vengeance. But maybe they do have some holes. As we've seen a couple of weeks in a row right now, like even in the Monday night game against the Seahawks, the Seahawks were able to move the ball on them pretty easily, I would say. Yeah, the Niners had those, you know, big turnovers, those, you know, fumble recoveries and interceptions. And I think that's what saved them a lot from the Seahawks, you know, easily putting up 40 points on them. But the Seahawks did easily move the ball against this Niners team. And so did the Cardinals the week prior. So I'm ex- I'm actually expecting Kyler Murray to have a good game. Drake, I think Christian Kirk Christian after, Kirk? yeah, what we saw from him last week, like how can you not firing him up? He had over 100 yards and three touchdowns. Like what more do you want? Yeah, I'm definitely starting Christian Kirk. It does make me nervous, though, because the Niners are only giving up about 175 yards per game through the year. But I'm still firing up Christian Kirk. Kyler Murray showed some tremendous accuracy with him last week, and I think that was the problem in the beginning of the season, that Kyler was just wildly inaccurate. When he was able to hit uh, Kirk in stride on that like 65-yard touchdown, it was awesome. You know, 40 yards through the air, 65 total yards. I think they're going to really hook up, even against the stout defense. And then people might say, oh, my God, I can't believe the Cardinals just beat the Niners. Maybe. I'm not going to say that. I mean, they almost <laughs> beat them a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know. I mean, these division games, just like you said earlier, like with the Saints and Atlanta, like teams, the bad teams show up more often than, like, the good teams do I feel like because I feel like the better team will kind of be like oh we're playing you know a low-end team like you know let's just go wipe the floor with them and maybe they're not as focused whereas the underdog is kind of coming in and it's like oh let's make a statement and we just played them two weeks ago and we should have won that game because we got so close but I mean moving on to the niner side of the ball is that everybody is yeah Garoppolo Kittle um yeah if Kittle is back so hopefully he's back. They're yeah. they're expecting him back this week to show up for this game. If he's back, obviously fire him up. Sanders, he's seeing more. If he especially, out. yeah, likely out because I mean he left that game right away. Like I was watching the Seahawks game and all I saw was him touch his rib and he was like, "I'm coming out." So usually when they do that and they're not even questioning themselves if they can play through it, 
when NFL players, they're like some of the toughest guys out there do that. I think he's going to be out at least for this week. So, you know, which which is kind of a bummer for them because he was kind of coming into his own and helping Garoppolo. So keep an eye out. If he is out, add and start Debo Samuel. He did very well last week in Sanders' absence. I mean, him and, and Pettis would be somebody that I would keep an eye on. I know Pettis, like, didn't have any receptions, but, you know, keep keep an eye on, on both of them. As, especially if Kittle doesn't play. If Kittle plays, and obviously just keep an eye on Samuel. Like, he's going to be the go-to guy there. And then the running back, Tevin Coleman, he's an obvious start in this game for me. Like, no questions asked. Also, if Kittle doesn't what about play... Breda? Starting Breda, too? If, if Breda's healthy, no. No? No, I'm not starting fine. Breda. He breaks his ankle every week and comes back out. Yeah, one one person that I would keep an eye on, just because Arizona is still the worst uh, defense against tight ends, if Kittle does not play, keep an eye on the backup, uh, Ross Dwelly. He played pretty well against the Seahawks. He was targeted a whole bunch, so keep an eye out on him. This could be an easy game where he steals a touchdown or two. Especially, the worst. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. with all the injuries that San Francisco has on their receiving core. And then fire up San Francisco defense, obviously. I mean, you have to. They've been pretty legit all season. Even if they get scored on, they still get sacks. Yeah, they still don't get sacks. They're known to get turnovers, and they, they did a, a versus a lot better of a quarterback in Russell Wilson, so fire them up again. I'm going to start Breda. I know he said sit him. I'm starting him. You start both of these guys. You start everyone against the Cardinals, and especially because Breda is the big passing down back. I'm starting Breda. All right, fair All enough. Right. All right, you ready to move on to the yep. Super Bowl of rematch of two years ago <laughs> when the underdog won? It was crazy. So, yeah, the Patriots versus the Eagles. So, where do you want to start? Patriots side of the ball. Who are we starting here? I'm going to sit Tom Brady. I'm going to start Edelman. What about Sony Michelle? How do we feel about Michelle here? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles are a very good run defense, so exactly. I'm staying away from the running backs of New England for this game. Also, because I do think, I think New England was somewhat exposed uh, two weeks ago when they played their Ravens because they were on a bye last week. And I do think Carson Wentz is going to have, and that whole Eagles offense is going to have a good game on them. So I think the Patriots are going to have to play some catch-up. So Tom Brady is a start for me, and then uh, both the wide receivers, Julian Edelman and uh, Mohamed Sanu, are starts for me both. What do you think about Sonny Michel versus Philip Lindsay? Because they're both sets. Who are you starting? Well, sits for you. Sonny Michel over those two. Okay. Just because of the defense that the Broncos are going against. What about... Mm... Sony Michelle or Devin Singletary? Devin Singletary. All day, every day, because they're playing Miami. And even though Miami only held the Colts to 12 points, Miami's Miami. All right, last one. Sony Michelle or Brian Hill? Oh, Brian Hill. <laughs> I think I'll take Brian Hill over Singletary as well. Okay. I liked what I saw last week. Even though he only had 61 yards on 20 carries, that was against a very good defense. So I really like Brian Hill this week. I do too. He's like a, almost an almost confident RB2, and I only say almost is because we, I've only seen him play one game. Yeah, I mean, the reason I'd really just ask you those things is because Sonny Michel hasn't been great, but he gets touchdowns. 
And, you know, it's always a threat to just fall into the end zone on this team. And having the goal line back on the Patriots is usually a useful thing. But I don't want to chase that touchdown, you know. So I agree. I would uh, I would take Philip Lindsay over Sony, though. Yeah, and then are you comfortable at starting both those wide receivers? Julian Edelman, to me, is a wide receiver one because he yep. has been most of the season. Mohamed Sanu is a wide receiver two, and I say that with extreme like safety. Like I'm, I'm very happy if I had him on my team after this trade. Yeah, and the Eagles have been giving up some production to wide receivers, so I would yeah. roll them both out there easy. And then on the Eagles side of the ball, oh wait, James White, PPR. Nah. PPR, I guess so. I don't know. I'm not. I'm personally not a fan of James White, even though he has produced these last couple of weeks. I would start him in a PPR for sure. Okay, fair enough. He's a sit for Eagles. me. Zach Ertz back. Is this a game where he could come back even further? <laughs> I don't think Zach Ertz is back to the Zach Ertz of last year. I think we have, you know, just to make peace that this is a successful two tight end team at this point i think he's a tight end one and uh godard is a you know a tight end two i guess if there is such a thing like he's one of those like if you have just a really bad tight end there are worse ones but yeah versus chicago two weeks ago Ertz had nine receptions over 100 yards and a touchdown so take that for what it is obviously if you have him even when he was doing bad you were still going to start him it was never in question, so. Yeah, you're still going to start him. I don't think this is the week where he's going to, you know, make a full bounce back, but he could come back. He could see some production, but against the Patriots, it's going to be a little tough. Honestly, on the Eagles, I think the Patriots are going to, you know, have some trouble. They had a really easy schedule early on, but I just can't really confidently start any wide receiver here. I don't really believe in any of them. And I guess in turn, I can't start Carson Wentz either. I would really lean more toward Jordan Howard than anyone on this team because the Patriots have showed some weakness against the running game, but they're doing extremely well uh, against the passing game, only giving up about 176 yards per game through the air. So I am confident in Jordan Howard. I, I wouldn't start Wentz or the wide receivers if I didn't have to, but you might have to start Wentz. You might have to start Jeffrey here. Yeah, for me, Wentz is a sit in this game. Jordan Howard is a start. Ertz is a start. And I only say Wentz is a sit because it looks like Alshon Jeffries is pretty iffy to play this game. So if he does play, Wentz is a start for me. If he does not play, I think then Ertz is just like, I think he's just going to have a big game because he's going to be like by far the number one wide out. Only out there. option. Yeah, and then Nelson Aguilar, like, he is just, he knows how to fumble the ball and drop passes. So I'm not going to. You know, see that Jeffrey's missing and then go scoop him up. I think they'll just rely on the running game with Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard more at that point. Agreed. Last game? Yeah, let's do the last game. Who's uh, <laughs> who's who's playing in the last game? Uh, Just the team that I heard of that you may like. The Chicago Bears. The Bears. Versus the... Los Angeles Rams. All right, well, let's let's start with the Rams on this one so we can recap the NFC with uh, my favorite team of all time, the Chicago Bears. Who do you got for, for L.A. this week, the L.A. Rams? For the Rams. Oh. Ew. Ew. Yeah, it's Ew. iffy. It's iffy. Cooper Cup didn't have a touchdown. Oh. 
Cooper Cup didn't have a reception last week. Or a touchdown, you're right. <laughs> or a touchdown. Jared Goff did terrible. You can't trust Brandon Cooks. Robert Woods, where's he been? I don't know if I could confidently start. Actually, I'm sitting them all. All the wide receivers, quarterback, sitting them all. I'll start Todd Gurley. You're starting Todd Gurley. See? Yeah, Todd I, Gurley's Todd Gurley. He'll have the no, actually, Todd Gurley's not Todd Gurley. That's that's the whole point of this season. Todd, the point <laughs> is that Todd Gurley's not Todd Gurley. I mean, in the fact, well, I said he'll have the touchdown. Yeah, the, the he'll only, get the touchdown work. Yeah, I like saying. I like Cooper Cup more than Todd Gurley in this game, and yeah. by a lot. Even though I know you said Cooper had zero receptions and did absolutely nothing last week, I also like um, Everett, uh, the tight end, a lot more this week. Everett, Everett, yeah. a lot more in this that's game. A good call. Um, I because don't like Todd Gurley. It just, I don't know. Like, I have to see a dominant game of Todd Gurley and not just, oh, well, he's probably going to fall into a touchdown because that offense is so explosive and they just see a lot of, you know, touches in the in the red zone. It's like, no, actually, they don't. This is not an explosive offense. Like, yeah, it's well, not. Like I was saying, he isn't Todd Gurley, but I was saying Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley in the fact that he will go into the end zone, like you said, and the Bears have had some trouble as of late stopping the run, so that's why I'm going to go with Todd Gurley. I do like Everett, like you said. I actually like Everett probably as the favorite here because the Bears have been most exposed in the middle of the field, which you think Cooper Cup would do pretty well there, but he's going to draw the main attention. So I think Everett is a start. I think Todd Gurley is a start. And as I said, I'm sitting everyone else. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Cup, Cup is, uh, I think, the only one we really yeah disagree disagree on well i mean Gurley, you're probably going to start Gurley, even though you don't want to yeah because you drafted him in the second correct correct it just this is more of a of a worry game so if you're very wealthy at that position i guess you know you can you can take a buy on him but all right and now entering the the chicago bears (laughs) where mitchell trubisky is gonna whoop some football again Ermali's weekly Chicago Bears take. Yeah, and this Let's week I'm not going to do a rant. You know why I'm not going to do a rant? Because I actually performed quite well last week. I'm pretty much starting everybody on the <laughs> Chicago Bears. I mean, I'm starting Mitchell Trubisky, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, Cordell. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, let's get serious. Uh, am I starting Trubisky this week? I'm still not buying into Trubisky. Yeah, like he has an opportunity here in this game. But I don't want to start him. I agree. I he has a he has a good opportunity just because. But he's Trubisky. Yeah, he's but not a good quarterback. The Rams also have a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball that they saw after that Pittsburgh game. So that's the one thing where I was like, well, if I if I if if I am in a in a league where I only have one quarterback, like, all right, so like let's say if I'm in a bye week and you know I'm an Aaron Rodgers owner and I've been you know just a hard head and starting him all season. Or I have Russell Wilson of the Seahawks that's also on a bye week. And I'm like, well, I really have nobody to start this week. Like, so I'm, I'm scouting in the, you know, in the waiver wire out there. And it's like, yeah, like, let's say somebody has David Carr already that has, you know, a cupcake matchup. Trubisky is all of a sudden not that bad of an option if you need somebody. Like, you saw him get three touchdowns last week. You're hoping maybe, hey, maybe 
he does something foolish this week and rushes into like a touchdown as well. <laughs> something foolish, so he's, not, he's not something smart or no, something good. Something uh, well, foolish. Well, he's, he's he hasn't shown me anything smart this and year at all. So. The only way he could score is by making by a doing mistake. foolish things. Hey, you know, foolish people fall into touchdowns sometimes. That's a really old saying, Joe. Other than back that, in Albania. Back in Albania, that's a that's an old saying. That's you know why we're uh, anyway. Let's. Uh, he's a start for me if if you need him. Obviously, if you have better options, I'm still more comfortable with someone like David Carr. Are you gonna start Trubisky against the Rams or Philip Rivers against the Chiefs? Dang, that's actually a really good question. Um, that's a game where Rivers is gonna have to throw the ball. I would go with Trubisky. Ooh, Rivers just he just made like the last game when I was watching him. He just made a lot of mistakes. And, he did. He was bad. Yeah, and it was they were bad because of him, and we mentioned this last week as well. They were bad because of him, not because the wide receiver did something. It was just like extremely, just poorly thrown balls. Like they were just either underthrown, overthrown, like threw him into double coverage. And if he's making mistakes like that, and he has better running back talent, or maybe not even better running back talent, but a coach that knows how to utilize the running backs a lot better, then yeah, I'm gonna go Trubisky over Rivers. Old man Rivers. <laughs> Should we make a bet on it? <laughs> sure. Uh, Just a gentleman's bet. Sure. Um, yeah, let's 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 make a bet on that. All right. Yeah. I'll take Rivers. Okay, and I'll take Trubisky then. <laughs> done and done. Let's revisit this in this upcoming week then. But let's move on to the running yeah. backs in this game. I'm going to go with Montgomery. Yeah, I like Montgomery. Yes, um, he's a start this week. I'm staying away from Cohen. I know I said start him against the Lions this week, and if you did, you got a touchdown. So, hey, what go. more do you want? If somebody you gets him. you a touchdown, I'm that good. That's a good call. Um, but, yeah, Sid Cohen this week. Start Allen Robinson. You should always start Allen Robinson. He's the only wide receiver to pay attention to on that team. And then anybody else on that receiving core doesn't matter. Yeah, I just want to put out there really quick. Montgomery is going against a tough run defense, but they still are going to give him the opportunities, and he has been seeing the red zone work. So as long as you're getting the touches, as long as you're getting the opportunity in the red zone, he might get stuffed, but at least he got it. I'll say, ball him out there. Um, and then Bears defense as well, obviously. I would, I would keep starting the Bears defense. They're still, even at their worst, they're going to give you like 6 to 10 points. So start the Bears defense. Yeah, they'll probably get a couple sacks. Maybe an interception or something. And just not allow the score to go crazy to where you lose points there either. So I would go with the Bears defense. But you probably have to go with them just about every week anyways. Anything else you got to say? No, that about wraps it up. We can Whoa, wrap that up was the, the last NFC. game. Last game is the best game, as they say. I don't know who says that. But then the Monday night game is the best game. The Actually, one we cover, Joe. The one we cover is the best game. All right, guys, thank you again for listening. Again, please like, rate, review. We want to hear your feedback. Follow me on Twitter, at FFFJolapanta. I've really enjoyed, um, you know, our episode format lately. I really enjoyed discussing things with you, Armali. I think we got our sound down. I think we got our flow going. We're ready to take this podcast universe by storm. All we need is your support. Please tell your friends to tell your friends. Or Molly, what do you got to say before we're out of here? Thank you for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. See you soon, guys. We love you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye, and God bless America.